Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one third of the fastest growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Greg, how do you usually start this show, bro? I'm like the mics. You know how it goes, man. P, P comes on. Uh-huh. He, he says, I'm Peter Rosenberg, but you're not Peter Rosenberg. I'm not Peter Rosenberg today, no. no I'm filling in for Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, I'm Kaz yeah. from uh, Mass Man Show with Kaz on the Ringer Wrestling Network. Coming live from, uh, from Nashville. Yeah. With our with a very special guest, very special guest. I, I mean, mean, I feel it, like it ain't all that. No, I mean, it ain't let's, ain't not, let's not let's not be humble today. Yeah, I'd right. like to do the, the proper uh-huh. intro. You right, know, what I'm saying, okay. welcome to Cheap Heat, filling in for today, and joining us is a multiple time tag team champion, multiple time Intercontinental champion, WWE champion, once and future, once and future. WWE champion. I wanted to just the best guys I've ever known. He's the one only Big E is here. What's going on, Big E? How you living, brother? Uh, oh, it's very kind of you. Y'all yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm really I, li- good. I like the magenta right here. This Thank is you. Nice. Uh, I used to hate dressing up, but uh, actually, this is Claudio Luli. It's a UK based brand. It looks and good he sent me some stuff. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm trying to dress like my age now. My hairline's getting pushed back. You know, you got to start dressing. When your hairline's moving back, you got to start dressing like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you threw me a perfect segue because, uh, Cass, since you asked how we usually start cheap heated with some banter. We don't yeah. really get right into the wrestling talk. Mm-hmm. You brought up your hairline, but you also <laughs> recently crossed a, a major milestone for yes. black men. One, yes, yes. One that I aspire to one day. Your, your beard finally connected. Right, it took <laughs> a lot of time, a lot of hard work. It's still really mostly uh, barber magic, honestly. It's like the, there's it's, it's it's some regime in there too. Or, was there a, oh, sorry, Beijing? What is it? Beijing? Beijing? Sorry, Beijing? Beijing? Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. Uh, some of that too. Uh, some barber magic, but look, it took a lot of time because yeah. it, was, it was just a patchwork for a long time. Okay. And I don't have a strong chin, so I, I need something here. Uh, so yeah, it, it took me a lot of time. There's a good finally one. at 36. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you about because they always recommend the juices and berries, but they don't tell you which juices and which berries. <laughs> they don't. So was it something they specific or no, no, it was I think there's a non-PG answer for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which I, I do engage in, but 
<laughs> happily too. Happily, happily, happily going to go off the rails. <laughs> uh, e man, um, there's so many people looking at us in confusion, I but I promise I you, we will talk. And children too. God bless uh, oh, the children. Yeah, children. God bless the, the children. Babies, yes. Appreciate you. Um, it's first off, it's just good to see you, man. Yeah. Like I, I know we talk a lot, but like yeah. we haven't. You know, really seen and, and really got to hear from you since the injury. True. So I want to do the, the obvious first question and just ask you, how are you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. And I really appreciate everyone reaching out. But trust me, I'm good. Honestly, I have an incredible support system. Uh, just the fact that so many people reached out, just having hundreds of texts and calls and, and uh, Instagram DMs or whatnot, feeling the love really helped. Uh, but uh, I try not to talk about it too much, but I know I do, but I have meditation has been a godsend. So yes. thankfully I've been meditating for a while. Every single day I use headspace and that has really helped uh, me just deal with, with change, you know, cause the one thing they say is the only constant is change. And, uh, I'm, I'm more, more than anything, I really walked away feeling grateful. Like I'm just so grateful that I can move my limbs. Uh, I was working out after like two weeks after breaking my neck. They wow. said, as long as you're in the neck brace, you're good. So I was still able to work out. I was able to live my life. Uh, the company has still they've taken care of me. I'm still getting paid all that. So life is good, man. Life is good. Obviously, I, I didn't envision breaking my neck in what, three places, Oof. but uh, I'm here and I'm healing and, and things are good. Really That's good to hear. That's yeah, good to hear. Now, I know you, you've been keeping us updated via Instagram stories, Twitter. Uh, we know you don't need surgery, which is good. Yes. Great, great news there. Um, and yeah, the headspace, like for, for folks who don't follow Biggie on Instagram, like the messages really do connect with me and with lots of people who follow. So yeah. I know when you're going through injuries and I talk to a lot of athletes that have been through injuries and stuff, it's that idle time and that downtime that can usually become the most problematic. So right. um, during that time, outside of meditation, like what else have you been doing to kind of like keep yourself in a good headspace? Uh, no well, pun intended. I see what you did there. Uh, Ali, that beautiful man, sent me a uh, Lego Seinfeld set. So I was working on that. Shout out Ali. <laughs> yeah, because right he knows. I, uh, my friends know. I guess I don't shut up about Seinfeld. So they know I love Seinfeld. I got a bunch. Of, I got a Seinfeld trivia book, uh, scripts and whatnot. Um, I also got a bunch of books on meditation. So I, I just pretty much whatever someone, you know, anyone sent to me, I was reading. So I spent time reading as well. Um, but the cool thing is, just almost by accident, there have been a lot of side projects. The one that wasn't by accident was Our Heroes Rock. So, yes, uh, you I know, being, talk about that. yeah, thank you so much. So, being on the road so much, uh, you know, I was gonna, you know, we have like, I, as, an exec, as an executive producer, it's something like there's, there's a lot that goes into it meeting with the animators, uh, meeting with people who are working on sound design. So, this has really been a labor of love uh, with me, Andreas Hale, and Jonathan Davenport. We're all like, just the closest of friends. And so that, that's been a, a project that I've had time to be more involved in as well. So I've been busy with that, uh, you know, working out. I do simple things like go on walks too, even that, just, just to <laughs> fill the time. But, uh, you know, for me, it was really just about working at work on my body and working on my mental health as well. So, man, I, I was staying busy in a different way. You know, you're used to the, the, just the rigmarole of being on the road, all the shows, you know, being, we have, what, four shows a week, whatever it is. You're on the road so often. So I'm having to step back, but I'm finding ways to still be productive in different ways. So I, I, I've been busy. That's good to hear, yes, man. Sir. Good to hear, brother. Can you give us an update on um, Our Heroes Rock? And we, we, get, we guys with production and that. Yeah, man. I know, it's, I know people have been patient, um, but our short film, for those who don't know, we had a Kickstarter. Uh, and we're making a short film based on, it's, you know, basically we're telling Ruby Bridges' story through hip hop. Rhapsody, just I can't wait to release a song. She did an incredible job. She's a two-time Grammy nominee. 
And uh, I think we really have an incredible film. So right now, we haven't announced anything officially because things happen in production, but we expect everything to be done, hopefully by October. And uh, yeah, and then go from there. But I'm, I think we're going to be really, really proud of it. Now, you're here uh, with the WWE tryouts that are happening downstairs. Yeah. Uh, what's that experience been like? Because we've been seeing the Instagram videos and stuff like that. And obviously, uh, saw the video with Heyman kind of like doing the, the, the rah-rah speech. Uh, what was it like for As you As only he there? can. Yeah. No, no. He's, no, it's so cool, man. Because I've, I've never been on this side. I've always, and I never really had an interest. You kind of have like the OG vibe now when you yeah, walk in. Yeah, it's weird. Is that it's what I'm weird, about? man. I don't, I don't know if I like it. Because I always just thought I was just the young guy on the roster with shaking my hips and people just kind of, you know, there's Biggie over on, on the side. He's just in the corner. But no, it's cool now. Um, they, they put a little respect on my name. That's right. Us. But, um, well, right world champ. Yeah, yeah, you better. Yeah, I know, I know. But no, it's really cool to be behind the scenes and, you know, we'll, we'll have, we'll break for lunch and then we're having these conversations about, you know, who we like or what we liked about certain talent. Um, and it's, it's really interesting to see people, the one reason, so Triple H, just to backtrack a little bit, Triple H called me a couple weeks ago and said, is this something you might want to do? No pressure. We're not forcing you to come out. Any of those things. But uh, I talked to James Kimball, uh, who has been awesome. He worked with the UFC before, but he's now with the company. And we talked about NIL, uh, the name, image, and likeness stuff. And for me, as a former college athlete, that is big because I've seen so many college athletes come and go, but who left college. They, they got their degree. Some of them. Some of them didn't. But a lot of them left with nothing in their pockets, you know? And when you're generating, it just college football is just generating so much money, college basketball as well. There's so much money in college sports right now. And I'm so glad to see athletes finally being able to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. Anyways, I worked with James Kimball on some of that stuff. And then uh, he's involved with the tryout, and Hunter called me about it as well. And again, you know, one of the things I thought, like, if it was just, if it was all indie talent, I don't know if I would have said yes, not because I have a lack of respect for indie talent is the opposite. It's just like, I can't really speak to that experience. Right, I've never right. wrestled on the independence and you have better eyes. There's Norman Smiley, uh, you know, Steve Carino. You have so many of these, uh, you know, just guys, uh, men and women as coaches in NXT who have a better eye for that stuff. So I didn't think I fit as well there, but I can, you know, they, they told me the average age is 23 as well for the tryouts. Nice. I was 23 in 2009 when I got signed as a former college athlete. So I just see myself in so many of these men and women who are trying out right now. And, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to be here to help lend a hand, to give advice, whatever it is, just to be here. And I was also just tired of being in the household. I was just tired of being in the house. I wanted to get out of the house a little bit. I'm sure Tampa's very lovely. But it is lovely. So it's humid. Especially it's this lovely. time of year. Yeah, but I just wanted to get out of the house a little bit and help out. But it's been cool to, you know, just to see, see so many of my friends, too, in passing and whatnot. But, uh, man, there's, there's, this, there's one cat who squats 900 pounds. There's a, a 6'3 woman. You just see so many people. You see the accolades, four-time All-American, yeah. uh, you know, uh, three-year captain. Uh, it's so impressive. And I think, man, I was, I was a one-year backup. You know, like, <laughs> like y'all are, and I'm short, too. Like, y'all are all way more qualified uh, for this job than I am. And look yeah. at me. I made it 13 <laughs> years later. If I can do it, surely all of you can. So, so it's cool to just kind of pop in and help out. You touched on something that I want to go back to um, because there was a period over the pandemic where there was, it was reported that WWE was no longer looking at indie talent mm. and they were going to be focusing more on former college athletes. And it got a big backlash on social media, as everything these days seems to do. <laughs> Did that fuel your decision to come back and try to help some of these college athletes 
you know, I, get into WWE the way you did? Or did you feel a way when people would say, like, the indie talents deserve a spot in WWE and, like, these former college athletes are taken away from indie talents? I, I understood their perspective because I get it. So, like, my favorite wrestlers actively probably pretty much all guys who wrestled on the indies. Yeah. I mean, there are a few exceptions, too. Like, uh, you know, Roman, I think he's been killing it. And he's a guy who wasn't in the indies. But I think when you grow up, you grow up in a wrestling family, those guys just, they tend, the men and women tend to get it quicker. Right. So for me, I didn't necessarily, I didn't, I wasn't like bothered by it or, or offended by it by any means because I, I completely get it. Like the, you want to see the people who have, like who love this, who've been doing this since they were 18 or younger, who were in VFW halls, mm. who, you know, who went through that grind. Like, of course you want to see those people have the reward at the end of the rainbow. So I get where that's, where they're coming from. But I also see value in, in people like me, because if they didn't give a former college athlete an opportunity, my life would look drastically different. So I, I get on one hand, I get why there was backlash. I, I get where that comes from. But I also get like why from a company perspective, why you'd want to find the next Roman Reigns or like even man, even like Bianca Belair, right? Or yeah. Bianca or, or Montez. Yeah. And you and I and, and you look at them and their athleticism jumps off the screen. Mm -hmm. And but they also not just that, but they also have learned to bring their personality to the table. They offer so much more than just that. But, you know, I, I get both ends of the spectrum as well. And, you know, the, the decisions made on who we're pursuing and who we're not pursuing. Clearly, I have, I got no clout here. I got zero clout. <laughs> oh, I'm making no decisions. Stop, I do not I'm just saying, I'm just saying I don't make any decisions Your word there. goes a Listen, little farther. If you came in here like me with a Dolly Parton shirt, I believe that, but uh, <laughs> you suited up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, so I, I get where people are coming from, but uh, I, I just felt like this is something that really speaks to me, so I wanted to be here for it. That's, that's so fascinating to me, because I, I truly do believe, in, and I don't want to harp on the tryout stuff so much, because um, I feel like... Your success, Bianca's success, Roman's success, Montez, a bunch of dudes have literally changed the way developmental has, you know, become, you know, right. like down to all the way down to NXT. You were the first black NXT champion in history, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. And now yeah. NXT has gone on to become something that's, you know, way more than it was when you were there. Right. But I would say the success of that is because of not going through the norm and not just saying like, hey, we're going to find these people that you kind of heard of already teach them our ways so there's less sort of mistakes that you have to correct and now you know you could i feel like the re the reward is so much higher than the risk when it comes to these college athletes and yeah dove in with the nil head first right right i, I think you also i think you're also probably going to have more turnover as well with former college athletes because you're going to bring a lot of people who like they look great in the tryout and they might not take to the business as well so there's that but like i think i think going this route i think at the very top like the very best case scenario is getting a montez type and getting people who are like clear stars yeah and clearly meant to like the the things that montez can do man you can't can't like, that, that's special no, that yeah. is that is truly special mm -hmm. so uh I, I'm, I'm a fan of a, of a mix of both man I, I like i like you know mining the the college athletes and teaching them the business and I also like, you know, I like the Seth Rollins of the world, too, who people who have just have this in, in their blood. And like Seth Rollins was going to do this, like he, he was bound to do this, yeah. whether it's in front of two people or in front of uh, 100,000 people. This is in his blood. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, we all have varying opinions on that stuff, but I think a mix is good. Person. Let's, 
Let's talk a little bit about uh, some entering stuff real quick. I know is I this, even is this New Day's theme music playing? Oh, I, I'm, I don't know who put that on, but great timing. Yeah, who put on the New Day music? Yeah. Uh, but should put on the Wally record. But uh, <laughs> on top of that, uh, you, you you've been out the ring for a while. You've got to kind of you know get out of the the, the, the hamster wheel for a little bit and yes. kind of see it from the outside looking in. Um, since you've left, a lot of folks have either you know, debuted on the main roster, have risen, have really, like, kind of uh, found their voice or found their lane or whatever. Um, just as an outsider for now, you know what I'm saying, recovering, um, how, how much are you still keeping up with the product? And if you are, who's somebody that's truly impressed you as far as, like, you know, man, that, that person, that man or woman has taken the ball and, and completely ran with it? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I definitely keep, I just have like, you know, it's been 13 years of doing this and it's like, you know, the vast, a lot of my friends are in the company, so I, I always root for them. I would say for me, and man, I was just really happy for Liv. Yeah. I really was because yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen how hard she works and has worked for years and years to get better and seeing her improve, seeing how much she wants this, seeing her show up early and stay late on a consistent basis. And this isn't something she just started doing. This has been something she's been doing for a long time now. Uh, training at the Dungeon 2.0 that Natty and TJ have up kind of near my area and that Zephyr Hills, Florida area. So seeing her has just, I, man, I'm just so happy for her. Uh, she's, she's such a good soul and, and works hard and I think she's a unique personality as well. So it's been really cool to see her uh, take off. So I, I'm just really, really happy for her. And uh, even like beyond that, man, I'm, I'm also like, it's not a new name, but I also take my hat off to someone like, Becky, because getting to the top is hard, but staying there, continuing to evolve, and when you drop the title and you still find ways to evolve your character and stay relevant, like she, I am such a fan of her as a human being, yeah, yeah, and yeah. seeing what she's done as well. She got the Lady Gaga thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and she's, like, she's rocking it. Oh, she's killing she's it. Rocking yeah. it. Yeah. Like, when you when people think you've reached the highest level, <laughs> yeah. and then you find new levels, it's uh, like that's the mark of greatness, right there. Yeah, that very much so. Definitely. Yeah, and she just continues to add wrinkles to her game, and she's just someone who is. I remember back in 2018, around the time where she really took off, and I remember right before then, because um, we're really good friends, we saw like Hamilton together. Shout out yeah. to James Iglehart, by the hey, way, hey, who was on who was on Raw. So James Iglehart was the reason uh, he played the genie. Yes. Uh, uh, in Aladdin, and he was also uh, on a, on the Hamilton. I don't know if he still is currently. I don't but know he, if he's on there either. But anyways, yeah. uh, a few years ago, he got uh, me and Becky tickets when we were in New York to see Hamilton live. Incredible. We got to like get on stage afterwards. Uh, but Becky's a really good friend and has been for a long time. And just seeing how like she's someone who just wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, and even when the spotlight wasn't on her and it was about other people, she, she made sure to keep fighting. So I'm just really proud of her and seeing her continue to evolve. I know she's not a new rising star, but you know, man, it's, it can be easy to like, all right, I dropped the title. All right, I'm gonna just kind of coast, coast away from them to yeah. give me yeah. something, but she's not like that. Now you didn't mention any, any men that you, cause I mean, you mentioned Montez, um, you gave him some praise, but like. You have to want to get back in there and, and link back up with the New Day and mix it up with the Street Profits, right? Or some of these other teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've been singing Montez's praises for a while, too. But you know what? We got to give some more love to Dawkins. Yo, Dawkins? No, I was about to Daw say like, Dawkins yeah. has been stepping up, man. And yeah. Dawkins, so Dawkins, outside of the ring, is such a, like, so, like, laid back. Uh, he doesn't, like, sometimes you forget the caliber of athlete he is and right. the entertainer he is. Because this is how he is. But I've been really impressed, man. He just seems like someone... 
uh, who just heard, heard all the Montez praise and said, yeah, that, that's my guy, but yeah. I'm going to show y'all too. That's, think- that's the beauty of it, though. Like, that usually happens with a lot of tag teams, right? Like, a yeah. lot of times you'll see somebody who's a lot of people will rightfully so say, oh, man, this guy this has a bright star. future. Yeah. Right. And by proxy, the other guy is just going to st- rise and tie lips all ships. Right, right? Exactly. You know? exactly. And two things I want to say about dogs, too. Rosenberg's not here, but he makes a comparison that I, I absolutely love. Because when people think about tag teams, they automatically say, all right, if this one's Sean. Who's the genetic? this Jeanette. one's the genetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I is very like unfair, by the way. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's disrespectful, especially with the Street Profits, because like Rosenberg says, he looks at them like outcasts, and I buy it completely. Like That's a good comparison. Yes, Tez is Andre 3000. Yeah. He's the popular one. He's the one everybody gravitates to. But Dawkins is still big boy. Yeah. And big boy is still nice yeah. on his own. So yeah. like Dawkins needs to get his respect as an equal in that team. And then the other thing I want to point out is, like, especially lately, people have been noticing Tez is getting swole. Mm. He's been working out. He's been hitting the gym. But it's like Dawkins is slimming down, too. So mm. they're both getting in better shape than we've ever seen them before. But people are so ready to overlook Dawkins for Tez, that they're not realizing that this is truly a team of equals. They bring different things to the table, but they complement each other very well, I think. No, no, definitely, man. And I've been such a big fan of them, even like seeing them in, in NXT, uh, seeing the way they, they rock a crowd. And the thing is, like, man, I love them so much as a tag team, but I also want to see them both do single stuff. I think we all do a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, don't want to see a breakup, but I also want to see what like, they do. I want them to kind of do what you guys yeah, did, you, right? Yeah, you set right. the right. blueprint for that. Where you're basically just like, yo, it's your time. Yeah. Right. Go do your thing. We'll support you. Very Kofi can go be yeah. champion, and it's still the New Day. You know, the mm-hmm. New Day's yeah. still there for you. You can go be champion. New Day still. Woods is king right now. New Day's still there for us. So it's like you kind of did set the blueprint for that. You did? Yeah. I don't know if we said it, but, but I, mean, know, we, I can't we think of another tag team I, I, that. I will say the, 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 the pathway was a little clearer. Let's Fine. Yeah. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but, yeah. But for real, man, I think they're both uh, incredibly talented, and I want to see them take off. Speaking of championships, uh, you went on record saying. Uh, you know, you won the you won the WWE title uh, mm-hmm. last year, and you said you weren't proud of your run, even though you know I I enjoyed I it. Was, a I was, yeah. a lot of people jumped. But you said you know like you it. felt like you it, it could have been better. It could have been uh you know uh there's things you probably would have changed, things you would have done differently now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually think I think we've seen it with Roman. I think we've seen it with a lot of stars in the past couple of years that once they have an injury or have that time to kind of take off. When they come back, they have like a fresh coat of paint that they, they kind of see a little bit more clearer. They're a little bit more deliberate in what they do. Yeah. Um, as you're recovering and as you're like getting your, your, yourself back into, into good shape, when that opportunity presents itself uh, to, to, to go after the world championship again, are you seeing different ways that you're going to attack and approach it that would be different than your initial run? Yeah, I think, um, you know, for me right now, I'm... Uh, I, I'm so far out from from that, mm. you know. You know, when the doctor says, "Yeah, we'll uh, we'll rescan you at a year," so yeah, all right, you know, a, a year that's that's March. That's a long we're time. not we're not close to March, and there's yeah. so much like for me and what we did with the new day is uh, for us. It's kind of about maximizing like what do I do well and what are other people not doing. So for me, it, you know, I kind of want to see what the landscape looks like as far as you know if if things are looking good in March and I'm cleared, what do things look like then? Uh, but yeah, man, I, I definitely, like, the cool thing is it was my first run, but now I have an opportunity to learn from the missteps or make different choices. But yeah, man, you just never want to come back just to do the same thing. And Woods always says, says this, and I'm a big believer too. Uh, just after a long time, three months or more of being out, you want to come back 
with something different or with a different look or with a different feel. And, uh, you know, there's so many different things that I've wanted to do as well in ring. So many things that we've talked about, too. Like the fact that I've loved, I'm so glad we got to do Funny, Goofy New Day. But you never, besides the one, yeah, the one week, one TV, <laughs> we did, you know, there was. They came out with the suit. Yeah, the, the, the very first time. <laughs> that's the only time we were militant New right. Day. And man, we had a ton of ideas. I think that would be dope as well. I don't know if we're too far gone. I don't know if you've seen too many uh, hip thrusts and gyrations <laughs> to then now take us seriously as diabolical, murderous heels. But, you know, I'd love to kind of try to try my hand at different things and just to see if it works. But who knows? I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a, a heelish New Day. Even though I don't yeah, even know. That's how a lot of cereal t-shirts. Yeah, we might, we might be too far gone. I, I don't know. I don't know. Man, um, you know, you have... Uh, you have bridged a lot of gaps when it comes to hip hop and wrestling, right? Like you talked about um, uh, Our Heroes Rock, you got Rhapsody yeah. on there. I saw your interview uh, about Below the Heavens with Blue yeah, and Exile and yeah. stuff. Wale, obviously, y'all relationship is super strong, does your entrance music. I mean, what else out there, you know, just as a fan of hip hop and somebody who's, you know, just been in a. I'm, Totally gonna call this lady out for stopping the cup. <laughs> uh, what else out there as far as being a music connoisseur, or hip hop connoisseur? Uh, do you want to do just as a creative? You know, what I'm saying as far as like when it comes to working with artists that are just fans of yours and vice versa. Yeah, so uh, I've had a few ideas. Uh, I think Andreas, uh, Andreas Hale. I think he's perfect for. I really want an EP, an album mm. of wow. like of OHR type songs. Like if you know, we we got Rhapsody to rap about Ruby Bridges. Yeah. Man, I've never, I can't think of, unless I'm missing something, I, don't I can't think of it. like a, an album like that. And again, I don't want to just give out the idea right now, but I mean, it's already out there, I guess. But I'd love, I just want to do more of that. I want to yeah. do more of that. I'd love to like, imagine like Corday uh, educating people on, uh, you know, John Lewis yeah. or, uh, you know, there's just so many like telling those stories. Uh, I think that would be really interesting. Um, so I think that'd be something that I really want to do or have Andreas do and just kind of do as an Our Heroes Rock team. Um, but I, I've just always loved hip hop and just finding ways to integrate it in our wrestling gear was cool. Uh, I kept waiting for those cease and desist. Yo, uh, but we, we were just... <laughs> you was dancing on the line with the yeah, Fuji's so, one. The Fuji's like, one was, right yeah, on it was really line. on the nose. I was like, Wild Club's going to be on, on E's door. <laughs> <laughs> but it never happened. And the cool thing, too, was like I was able with the Below the Heavens gear, that was the gear that I was wearing uh, when I won the Money in the Bank briefcase and when I won the title and like to be able to connect with the only reason I got to interview Blue in Exile is because of that gear and uh, so it's just for me I've always it, I think years ago I was listening to hip hop and I was like there are so many rappers and prominent rappers who are dropping wrestling bars yeah. and not just yeah. 80s wrestling bars it's but like who like current. currently watch the product mm -hmm. and I, I just thought there are so many wrestlers who listen to hip hop so many rappers who are into wrestling, I, I just didn't understand why we weren't doing more to bridge those gaps. And shout out to like, I, first of all, I can't, I'm not the one bridging the gap because it was, it's been Smoke Dizza who's yep. been doing it for yeah. years. I did a drop for him uh, when I was, uh, my first IC title run. Mm. So like 2013 on a mixtape, uh, cause he was doing the rap and wrestling stuff. Obviously Wale. Ringside, ringside. Yeah, ring, yep, yeah. ringside. Um, Wale obviously has been championing the culture for a long time with Wale Mania, and he's someone like all the drops that you, that you, <laughs> Kaz, Wale, uh, Mosh have been doing, like those have been so cool. And I feel like, you know, so many times I feel like wrestling, we've tried to connect with pop culture, but we're like 10, 15, 20 years <laughs> yeah. uh, too late. Yeah. But y'all make wrestling culture feel 
more closely bonded with hip hop culture. And I really appreciate y'all for that. So that's big. Uh, and obviously like West Side Gun too. Uh, man, the fact that he has like a track name, like called named Dan Housen, right. Bobby yeah. Roode, that's wild. Like yeah, that is yeah. like, that's, and this is like. Yo, he's got a bar on his latest album. He's like, I skipped the Grammys two years in the road to watch wrestling. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Saw him. right. So like, man, I'm just like, I'm, I'm such a fan of those guys too. And they just, they make wrestling cooler yeah. to me. When you see West Side Gun, you know, front row, that's dope. When you see Wale rapping me out at WrestleMania, it makes, it makes this culture cooler. So I, I just, I don't really have everything fleshed out, but I'd love to do more of those things. Um, I, Wale, I don't, Wale made a joke, and I don't know if it's a joke about getting in the ring, but I would. I don't I, think it's a joke. I, I don't think, think he's, he's that yeah, yeah. He's very serious about I that. I think he saw Logan Paul and all these people, He's like, and Bad Bunny, he's like, That's the problem, though. I bad, do that. bad Bunny set the standard. Hey, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a, the problem. That's a, that's a big bar to clear right that now. It is. Man. And even, even Logan Paul, feel how you want about him, yeah. but he didn't do a bad job either. I mean, he, no. he, he better than I assumed. Yeah. yeah. He worked the camera. I think he worked the camera, like you said, better than I assumed. Like, he looked right at the camera. He did everything with a purpose. Mm. And then he felt like he belonged. And especially with those celebrities, when they show up, people try to show them the door as fast as they can. Yeah. Right. right. You, said, you said this a, a bunch of times um, that uh, when outsiders come into this world, fans can sniff it out very quickly. Easily. And be like, all right, yeah, this guy's just here for a cash grab or yep. this guy's not really there. But you can really tell, like, Bad Bunny is somebody who loves this you know what i'm saying yeah. Logan paul somebody who's like you saw him with the boxing stuff and so of his he put his, in the work yeah like yeah. it was he was he's a natural entertainer you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. a lot yeah. of guys are happening you can't that. come in like kevin federline did you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know if y'all remember that from yeah, years, years ago but i remember the federline dude. right yeah. right but even like we've had some in the past we've had some like a-list actors some big names come through and it's clear, like, you don't fit in this world. Yeah. And, and fans turn on them quick. But I, that's the thing I love is you can tell Wale's passionate about it. Even, like, yeah. even going back to that rap battle we did in Phoenix on July 4th. Legend, years ago, legendary. Classic that, segment. That yeah. should have been hot trash. Like, I thought when people announced legendary. it, I just I heard all the groans through Twitter, and I got it. And I, even me, when, like, Woods was, was the one pushing for it, right. and I was like... I mean, <laughs> not a single one of us should ever be spitting a bar right. not out of the three of us. The Usos, on the other hand, they oh, actually, I, they need to put out an EP, took, but I told them. It goes back to what you were saying, though. Like, if you didn't take it seriously, it would have been that corny segment that people yeah. forget about. But right. because y'all took it seriously, even though y'all are not from the rap world, right. it ended up being like this legendary, iconic segment. Now I'm they sure do the, the SmackDown anniversaries, and that, yeah. that is in... The, the, the package now. That's you know, wild, man. yeah. And I still remember one of my fondest memories is uh, coming to the back and uh, Brian, uh, Dana Brian comes back and says, man, that could have been the rest of the show. Like he said, <laughs> yeah. y'all could have done an hour. And he's such a, from a wrestling purist yeah. like him to say something, something like that, like really, I was like, man, I, I think we did our thing. So that yeah. was, it was cool just to, cause that's, those segments are real roll of the dice. Uh, cause yeah. you can do something cool and memorable, but the probability of you, uh, you know, crashing and burning is very high. I think you, you hit the nail on the head before. It, it felt, uh, it felt real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it felt yeah. like that was timely. It was cultural. Wale was there. He's doing Don DeMarco drops like on every bar. <laughs> yeah. Like that's something that you didn't think people would get. But I right. mean, 
The crowd was hot too for yeah. everything. It, we had Mega Ran in our crew too. Uh, Shout yeah, out Mega, Mega, Mega Ran, Mega good Ran dude. over there. It was a, a, a classic SmackDown segment, um, and it's been an, an incredible to, to see everything you've accomplished uh, in your career. So best far. is yet to come, though, Cass. and the best is yet to come. Yes, obviously, yes, Just continue to heal up. Uh, e, I know you got a, a busy week ahead of you with the tryouts and just kicking it, just enjoying the time out. So yeah. I don't want to hold you too long, but um, E, man, you, you know what it is, bro. Love you, man. Yeah, yeah love wonderful you too, person. man. You're doing great. It's good to see you not in a neck brace no yes. more. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on GP. No, I appreciate y'all. My pleasure. The pleasure Biggie, is all everybody. mine. Y'all too much. Not for me. No, don't, don't do it for me. The, the magenta looks great on you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mitch.